Hi, everybody. It's Tay. Welcome back to the PSW podcast. I'm here today with our wellness expert, Angelique. Angelique works with us frequently and hosts seminars and webinars with our PSWs and other healthcare workers to basically navigate through different mental health issues, um, develop maybe different coping mechanisms, and to deal with the everyday stress that is working in healthcare and just in the times in general. So Angelique, thank you for being here with us and for carving out time with me. Um, as always, it's a pleasure to talk with you and I'm thrilled to have you here. Likewise, thanks for carving out the time to share some space and time with me as well. So thank you. Happy to. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of just diving in, like, I know you and I have spoken before about different you know, tools and coping mechanisms. And I know you and I really jived well with tapping. Um, And you also, in some of your webinars or seminars, I don't know if I'm using the right word for this, but you get what I mean. Offerings, yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Um, You dove into a little bit about like the the science behind some of these techniques that you were telling us about. So like with tapping and with breathing exercises, you were really going in depth on how that really affects our body and maybe like the responses that it signals. And I found that all very interesting. So maybe if you want to just start from the beginning there, Mm -hmm. what what is, you know, taking care of your mental health to you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So when I look at um, self-care, the way that I kind of look at it is in regards to anything that is going to be activating our parasympathetic nervous system. So it's that part of our central nervous system that's about rest and repair and digest. And we hear all these terms. Um, so when we are experiencing stress, right, the stress response, it's, there for a good reason initially, right? Um, and when you look at evolution, it's there to serve us to protect us. But the problem is, is that now it's happening too frequently and we're not really getting out of those responses um, fast enough and often enough. And with that, that comes with a lot of like consequences, like health consequences, not only mental health and psychological consequences, but also health consequences like cardiac and diabetes and migraines and ulcers and you can keep going on and on and on and on yeah so when I think of what I view and what I really like to promote um in in my business is about the importance of doing strategies that are going to help to do that and breathing is one of those things so anything that's going to be once the parasympathetic nervous system our vagus nerve is stimulated which is really important in regards to relaxation and it moves us out of that um, stress response which could be a fight response right it could be a flight getting out of it can be in regards to a freeze or it can be the fawn response so any of those responses are okay for short periods of times but it, the problem is is that we're in it too often and then we don't know how to kind of really shift out of it and get out of it what so, is the response again? Sorry. Yeah. So that's kind of pleasing and appeasing, right? Oh. So it's not as common <laughs> as you hear of the fight, flight, and freeze. It's more, we hear that more in the literature and then, you know, different conversations in regards to wellness. The fawning is in regards to like, okay, the person might be thinking, okay, well, I can't, for whatever reason, I can't fight. It's not safe for me to fight. It's not safe for me to freeze in this moment. It's not safe for me to flee at this moment. So what am I going to do where I'm going to start to feel safe again and secure because that's what we all want right and so they're like okay maybe I can please and appease this person or these group of people it's not necessarily in the long term going to be beneficial but right now that's what my body is indicating for me to do right it's a response because it's part of the stress response that people are starting to realize that yeah 
Yeah. And I like what I've kind of learned too. And I know that again, like some of the resources that you provide to us, it's, it sounds bad, but you have to like trick your mind into turning off that stress response and like with the breathing exercises and with the tapping and, you know, different breath work, like that's what we're doing. And I mean, I know that it would probably take forever to really nosedive into all of that, but is there any sort of, I don't know, tool that you use frequently, like your number one, like if I were to say, Angelique, I'm in so much stress right now. Like, I don't know what to do. I feel panicked. What would be your number one piece of advice for me? Like, what was the, what's the number one resource I could do? Well, the number, I wouldn't say number one in regards to uh, effectiveness, but what I can speak in regards to availability, it is the breath, right? Yeah. Because um, it's something, it's subtle. A lot of times we might feel uncomfortable kind of doing things. It looks strange, especially like, for example, the tapping. Um, some, some, you know, even yoga comes with its own stigma, right? It's getting a little bit more familiarized and, you know, commonplace now, but still, right? There's a lot of myth still attached to that. But the breath, everybody breathes already automatically. But mm -hmm. when you can put some more intention to the breath um, and it's something that you can feel immediate, to in, in some situations, certain breathing techniques. So that would probably be my go-to. And I think the reason also that I lean in towards the breathing is that with all of the other strategies and tools that I that I use myself personally and that I also share professionally, mm -hmm. it's enhanced with the breath, right? Okay. So the breath is kind of like the foundation for a lot of the other strategies. That's um, a good that way I, looking at it. Yeah. Asian, yeah. I like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. that's wonderful. It's it's also very accessible, and that's something I've been talking about too. Is like some of these resources are hard to obtain just because they cost a lot of money. But like breathwork and tapping, it's relatively affordable, relatively accessible. Um, but you're talking about maybe using that in conjunction with something else. So mm -hmm. would you say like breathing and tapping, like that would be a good yep. group. Yep. Breathing and tapping, breathing and yoga, doing breathing and visualization, doing breath work in, as you're doing your journaling, you know, doing breathing as you're doing a type of mindfulness activity during the day. Like it just, it just allows you to kind of um, stay present that yes. much more and um, to listen to what your body is really saying, because our bodies are always communicating with us, yeah. right? And so hence the reason why I'm always talking about like now, right? Don't procrastinate, right? That's what nurturing our well-being is all about. The acronym in itself talks about my main message. It's like now. Do something right now. It can be very small, very tiny, but it can be very impactful. And it can pivot you into a different direction in that moment if you're feeling stressed in that moment or to prevent you're anticipating that you're going to be going into a situation of work, a work situation, you have a, a consumer or a patient or a client that historically you've known that um, has caused um, you to be aroused or has some type of what you hear the term triggered, right? Mm -hmm. You can do these things to kind of prevent the impact of that interaction with a particular person, right? Yes. As, as an example, right? But it could be in many different things, right? I think that's a great way of looking at it too, just like bit by bit. And I know even for myself personally, like when we think of these techniques and like coping mechanisms, you think of nose diving into it completely. And then it's like, I have to meditate for 30 minutes a day or like else it's not going to work or I need to journal five pages about my day or else 
I'm barely doing anything. So, you know, it's like I, kind of that all or nothing yes. uh, mentality and essentially just drives you away from it without even, even attempting, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, and that's the thought trap. Yeah. I've gotten that too, where I'm like, oh no, like I, I can't, you know, do this right now. Like, I don't know enough or, you know, like everyone likes to be like no time, but like, you know, you just make time, but you know, it's that all or nothing mentality that really gets us. So like starting in baby steps is really helpful and ingraining that in people that you can just peel off for a second and, and tap on a certain pressure point or take a couple of breaths or, you know, and just being intentional with it too, I think is really interesting. And you've dove into that, you know, you've broken it down for us before. This is, if you breathe like this, it's going to release this, like, this is the biology, the science behind it. And I think with your background as well, you're able to utilize your education very well. And it can break down all these things for us where, we can understand, you know, and it's really powerful. And I really like that approach that you take. Thank you very um, much. And I think it's important, right? Because yeah. sometimes people, you know, for whatever reason, especially if you're very analytical and you're in a place of, you know, doubt, mm-hmm. right? You can kind of understand, okay, well, this is the reason why I feel different after I do this. Like sometimes like, I don't really know why, but you can kind of have an understanding. And even if you know, if you're really inverted to like visualize, you can actually visualize some of these things. So if we're in like a particular like posture and asana and yoga, and you like don't, you can visualize, you know, the muscles, you know, lengthening or the fascia, right? You can visualize in regards to what's going on chemically. Like, so there's so many different things that you can kind of do that allows you to trust the process, right? So even in those moments that maybe you do a strategy or a technique and you don't immediately get the response that you're expecting, that's the problem of having expectations. Yeah. It allows you to kind of just trust the process that stuff is happening that we're not even aware of that's benefiting us. That's a good way of looking at it too. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like medication, you know, like but it sounds bad, but you know, this is common <laughs> when we would understand, like you take a medication and it's like, oh, like I'm not cured, but it has to build up over time. Like, would it be fair to say that that's very much the same principle for what we're doing here never I can't say I've ever looked at it that way but now that you're presenting it I mean it's definitely an analogy that might resonate with some people who are listening in right so definitely yeah okay cool yeah it's good to know that um and then too like you brought up journaling do you journal personally and if so like what are some ways that again people who are anti-journaling or a little scared you know the nose divers what's a great way to start would you have any suggestions for that I'll be completely transparent. I've journaled off and on throughout my life. And I think this is an important um, place, given an opportunity now to share another important piece is that we're always changing, like we're always evolving. And so it's only fair to accept that our self-care practices are going to evolve with us. So what worked with you before, years ago, and if it's not working now, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're doing it wrong or it doesn't work. It's just that it's not, that's not the right fit for you right now. And that's why it's really good to have a nice toolkit of different ones to say, okay, now what is one that would work for me based on my needs right now, right? So to go back to your, to your question, I have done journaling before. It comes in ways. Sometimes it fits well for me in that moment. And sometimes it doesn't. But what I've noticed one of the times that I've kind of derailed from it and decided to replace it with something else, that's the important piece that I'm not doing anything to something else. Yeah. I've decided to go back to it. I usually try to go to like uh, gratitude. I try to just think of a couple of things that I'm grateful for in the day 
look back and that's my easy way too. So it's nothing complex. You know, I'm not going deeply into feeling an emotion. I'm just talking about what things I'm grateful for. And if it grows from that and things I get inspired from that, then that's wonderful. But it's a great place to kind of start because we can kind of look back. Even our crappiest day, we can go back and kind of find something. Yeah. A small thing that we're we're grateful for, that we're appreciative of. Definitely. I think like, especially from like a PSW perspective, like at work, you're humbled left, right, and center with stuff that's happening. And that's an, a cool way of practicing gratitude is literally just going to work um, yeah. and, and being like, oh, you know what? Okay. I'm not like bedridden. This is, I'm very grateful to have my legs and that they're working right now, or, you know, being able to do stuff for myself, like that sort of a thing. So even practicing gratitude like that is yeah, yeah. very interesting to think about. And I really liked that whole piece that you just said about it comes in waves and you change and that's okay. Whereas I think, again, a lot of us get in this mentality where it doesn't work right away, or maybe it just doesn't work at all. We're like, the whole thing's bad. We're not going to do it at all. And then we just walk away entirely, or we're not really forgiving ourselves for just growing and changing. And it's like, okay, this doesn't work for me anymore. But like you said, finding something else, which I think is very important again, especially in work or even just in life in general, not suppressing things down. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it comes at you left and from left field and you're, you're, you're caught off guard and maybe like checking in with yourself regularly. And is there something that you, maybe you do to check in regularly? Like, do you just stop for a second and breathe and go, am I okay? Like, what is your go-to? Yeah. Well, I, I tend to like, let, like my body guide me, like over the, the, the times of practicing, um, I have my spots where my body, when I'm kind of feeling stressed or triggered, I, they, there's go-to spots. Right. And so if there's like my lower back or my jaw or my shoulders, if that is, and then I will do something based in regards to that, even if it's like a brief moment in regards to doing a particular stretch that I know that's going to release some of the stress in regards to that and holding it for a while. I'll do something that or breathing. I would do my my tapping, right? Um, you know, I'm a big a big advocate in regards to to EFT. Um, something that I I practice quite regularly. I mean, there's so many levels in regards to EFT. There's there's so much in regards to it. But if I just go back to just my global EFT tapping, then yeah, that that helps. And I I'm more of a I like to integrate. I'm a combo woman I like to do like little combos and I find I get a, a better response or faster response in that way that's neat I don't that makes sense when I'm saying that no, it combo. does like yeah. combo like yeah. you don't think of that I for me I'm just saying this from my perspective as well like because I have a lot to learn in this kind of field but it's interesting and I like it but I don't think of oh yeah I could just breathe and tap at the same time like unless someone's told me and I've tried tapping before and it's like okay we're gonna breathe and I'm like okay so I'm gonna breathe Mm -hmm. (laughs) unless someone points this out I'm like I'm just tapping that's all I'm doing like you Mm -hmm. know it's kind of hard to differentiate the combos um for me I don't even think oh my gosh I could just be doing combos as well um and like looking at it as well and I know this is becoming more of a common uh, revelation, but self-care is more than just like drawing yourself a bath and having a bubble bath, but it also is that as well. Yeah. Right. So like for you, do you do a combo of that as well? Like 
where, how do we kind of, I guess, kind of draw the line or differentiate like what self-care is versus what it appears to be to us online? Like, does that make That's sense? Is that a proper question? <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll answer it in how I'm thinking it is. Okay. And then you let me know. <laughs> so um, to me, it's kind of like to, so that it's important for the person to kind of know the difference between what they think self-care is supposed to look like and really what is self-care, which self-care is really benefiting them, mm-hmm. right? So for example, um, sure, they're going in and having your spa day, right? Or for another person, they may be in course looking at Netflix. You just want to tune out or whatever, and then, and then that's fine. But once you're clear on your, your intention, in regards to that, like first off, I just want to veg and I don't want to be thinking and I want to be entertained. Yeah. So I go like I want to be pampered, right? I want somebody else's hands to be on me. I want to have a massage, whatever it is. That's my intention. But if your intention is I literally want to kind of regain and rebalance my health, then that's a different intention, right? So I think the self-care, the, the umbrella is all there, but it has different the same like an umbrella it has those little spokes and it has a different one so it just depends in regards to which which way which way do you want right and if you can just take a second before doing it and set an intention be clear on what your intention is or why you're doing x y and z yeah then you know that's what that's, that's your what guide about. yeah that's your guide umbrella i liked that that's really mm-hmm. good okay <laughs> Again, combos and allowing yourself to branch out and do different things. And it encompasses everything. Because, for example, another one that I think is really important, and it's another lovely way of a combo, is I'm a big, look at my my website, you'll see it's all nature. I'm all about elements. Mm -hmm. I love the ocean. I love the forests. I love all those kind of things. I love to take my daughter out in it. I like to dwell in it. But then that's where I do a lot of my tapping. Or I do a mindful walk in nature. Yeah. So when you do that combination, it's very, it's not to say that it's not going to be working out in my house, but I feel a different energy. I feel a difference when I do it in a place that is, I, I view as healing. Yes. And maybe yes. that's a combo. That is a combo. Yeah. Definitely. Because it's nature coupled with breathing, coupled with mindfulness or nature coupled with tapping, you know? You know, the, the whole thing. It's sound bathing, especially if you go by the beach. So the yeah. same way that they have the singing bowls. I don't know if you have that. I'd love to do that to like sometimes just to have that vibration of it and having it naturally of hearing the water. You know, we don't have here and that's not so much in regards to beaches, but lakes. Yeah. You still hear the water or a river. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But all of those have benefits that help us chemically and, you know, emotionally. Yes. It's very interesting to think about too, sound in and of itself and how stimulating sound can be, you know, especially again, bringing it back to the workplace, like alarms are going off, monitors are going off, like Mm -hmm. in the stimulation and again, just trying to quiet the noise essentially, but doing that with different combos, like you said, like, I feel like this is the key takeaway for me here is like just combos, try different combos. And it can be very, very small things that just work. Yeah. And that's what works on your breaks. So when they say you're having a break, really, what kind of break are you having? Are you really having a break? Like, are <laughs> yeah. you really having a break? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you get to really ask yourself that. Like, what's your intention for the next 15 minutes? Like, mm-hmm. what do you need? What does your body need? Right. And so whether that is in regards to you go to your car and you do something or you go to if you if you're 
graced with the opportunity of having a room in your place of space, right? What you listen to, you're talking about listening, right? What you yes. can do with your breath, like all these, all these things, right? So self-care in general could just be doing things, but doing things with intention. Yeah. Like it doesn't have to be anything specific, but it could just be, what's the intention? Like you were saying. Yeah. Having an intention attached to it, having options. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. um, I think that goes a long, long way because it's, it's the mindset, right? It's a mindset to not procrastinate, to act now. Right. Yeah. That's your first thing. Right. And sometimes it's something about you, you, you do something. And like I said, maybe you don't have necessarily um, the outcome that you were expecting, but right. just the fact that you dedicated some time to yourself, that there was a part of you that said you're worth it. That mm-hmm. in itself can be very healing. You know, I took some time out of my, for myself today to give myself some love and some compassion. Like it's huge. That is true. Huh? This is like it's such a simple conversation, but it like it really resonates, you know, like it's it's very interesting. All of this is very interesting. And I think, too, like if you wouldn't mind coming back in the future, because I think we could break down these things even further. But going into different subjects, like different. I don't know, like mental health issues, like, you know, and I've talked about PTSD before or like moral fatigue or like compassion fatigue, like all of that stuff. Um, Definitely. Really great and informational to have on the podcast if you're ever open to that. I'm not trying to put you on the spot because I no, know no. I'm recording as well. So like feel free to just be like Taylor. <laughs> no, no, no. But, no, I no, I'd say yeah, I've always said that that's that's the whole reason why I love I love the partnership, right? It's a, it's yeah. a, the, the the profession needs it. It feels very rewarding. Um I know those who decide to try it and experiment, as I say, it's just be curious with it. So those who do that. I, that is what I, that's how I'm serving, right? Because it's not only going to be impacting you, the person who decides to carve out that time for themselves, it's impacting all those that you're serving. Yes. Right? yes. It's also, it's not only, it may start with you, but it doesn't end with you. So it's a great, it's a great way to serve. So if I can help in that way, then I would love to support the members that way you're helping, like you're serving, you're serving some wisdom, this podcast for me personally. And I'm hoping that this is going to be the start of some more conversations between you and I just deep diving into certain things. Cause like I said, it is super interesting in your approach to it with backing it with the science. And again, you're very educated, but you're using your education to break it down and make it digestible to people who maybe haven't studied it in depth. And it's really useful. And it kind of blows my mind just seeing, you know, oh, if you do this, it shuts off this response. And it's like, wait, what? I thought I was just breathing for 10 seconds, you know? Right. Not really. Like, you yeah, know, yeah, no, it's yeah, a little yeah, deeper yeah. than that. But, you know, <laughs> like it is, it's very cool. So, I mean, thank you for even just coming on today and and having this, this tea time chat with me about it. And I'm yeah. excited for the future and it's a deep dive. That's what I want to do now. So I'm stoked. So thank you so much. And thanks for being here. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me. And next time we need to each have a cup of tea with us. Honestly, we should, we should start that. Mm. (laughs) Next podcast. Yeah. (laughs) That's wonderful. So thank you so much, Angelique. I appreciate you. And, um, we'll be talking to you again. Wonderful. Wonderful. Thanks so much. Take care. Bye. Bye everyone.